This tracker rifle only has a hundred foot range. Hundred feet? Get really close before you shoot. Great. If you want me to go instead, I will. You got this, Mac. Okay, good, because I was lying. <laughs> Be safe. Yeah, thanks, pal. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Take Me to Your Reader, discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. I'm Seth. I'm James. And I'm Colin. And this time, we are sitting in the wrong order. Doing the worst. Are, are we? Uh, yeah, I guess James should be. You guys switch right now. Uh, yeah, it's the summer as we're recording this. And one summer, not that long ago, we covered Jaws. And so right. in a similar, is it science fiction uh, kind of thing, Jaws is more horror, right? And also our podcast, Our Rules. But this time we are going to be talking about a very, very smart novel and a smart action thriller uh, the book. <laughs> we almost got a spit take from James. Uh, yeah. <laughs> by the uh, way, if that did, that would have been Seth would have been covered by Ninkasi Megalodom beer. Megalodom. Sponsored not by Ninkasi, but totally could. Contact us. Yes. Uh, anywho, yeah, we're going to be talking about Meg, a novel of deep terror, which kind of says horror novel, um, by Steve Alton mm-hmm. from 1997. Yes. Which was adapted into ish the meg <laughs> i i love in in like in the history of adaptation it seems like a lot of times all all the adaptation amounts to is just a delete or an add of the word the, the. <laughs> like the children of men the book turns into children, children of, of men. men yeah but uh yes uh that's a 2018 hmm. 2018 2018 movie uh, directed by john turtletaub with jason statham and right. a bunch of also rants actually no cliff curtis lee bing bing lee bing bing Ruby Rose. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. <laughs> Dwight. How could we forget? I was say Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Winston Chow. Uh, that's, that's everybody will say. No, we, I guess we should go. Paige Kennedy, Robert Taylor, and Olaf Dari Olafsson, who was in the Walter Mitty movie. Olaf Olafsson. The drunk pilot. Oh, and Jessica McNamee. And Masi Oka. And Masi Oka. And the little girl. Best character in the entire movie. Best character in the entire movie is the eight-year-old granddaughter. Of the yeah. person who is not Masao Tanaka. <laughs> right. True. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, this is going to be, I mean, the movie shares the name, essentially. And some character names. And some character names. Character names. And there is, a, I mean, there's a Meg that comes up from the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's the right For different place. reasons. It, it's, it's the right place for the wrong reasons. <laughs> no, they were in the Marianas Trench. Yeah, that's the right place. They were in a different trench in the Philippines. Were they? No, I, I thought it was the same one. It's they're, just they're in the, the, trench. Bo- the bottom wasn't the bottom. Am I wrong? I could, I Wait, could what? Wrong, the, were they not in the Mariners Trench in the movie? Honestly, I don't even recall. You could, I, I'm just going to believe you at this point, but so, I totally thought they were. So you know me, right? I'm always <laughs> looking for points of agreement with the book. So I'd say, <laughs> you know, this isn't very enjoyable or it's not very good or what? this is incredible. And then I, I, I also go, how, how canonical is this? Yeah, yeah. And this lost it in about. Two Four and a half minutes. Okay. I would like to go back and review that and find out if you're right about that. Um, well, the TV's right there. The TV is right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, gosh. Do it's funny because the, the, sum, the summary in IMDb does say it's they're exploring the Mariner's Trench. But honestly, I don't remember them ever saying the Mariner's Trench. And so no, they, if, they, did, they definitely said it. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was... It was uh, we people think that the Mariner's Trench, the Challenger Deep in the Mariner's right. Trench, is the is the deepest place. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We think that we can go deeper, essentially through this layer of hydrogen sulfide or whatever it was. But I thought it was still right. in the Mariner's Trench that they were talking about. No, it's the thermocline, 
between the freezing water at the bottom of the ocean, the, the, the thermocline has... Yeah, but the thermocline layer. was in the Mariana's Trench. Right. But then yeah. they thought there was another right. layer below that, into, into the hol- hollow world thing where King Kong and Godzilla live. Oh, well, that's yes. a different universe. That's it's, a different monster universe. Is it? Is it <laughs> <laughs> it's a different universe than the book. Yes. True. Uh, so let's, let's talk about the book by Steve Alton, 1997. <laughs> um, you know, somebody writing something that they're, where they're interested in a topic like the Meg, you know, right. they, can, they can be forgiven for not keeping up with all the science yeah. that was available. I, I guess the science available at the time may I, have, I don't know what the science was available in the late 90s. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the book, well, let's, let's talk about the plot of the book. How about that? All right. Sure. Right? Uh, what is the plot of the book? <laughs> <laughs> there is a, uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to take a shot at it. You guys jump in when I get it Yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah. All right. There is a, Former failed deep sea explorer who is now trying to promote a book. And somebody comes to one of his book signings and says, hey, we want you to come be part of our project. And he says, no. And then he goes home and we learn that he's so it's I basically... I, uh, I don't think he was doing a book signing. He was, he was just a... He was doing a lecture. Right? Yeah, a lecture. lecture. Yeah. But, but, yeah. But supporting his own research, right? But right, it just right. reminds me of Stargate. When, when you put it that way, it's exactly the plot <laughs> yeah. of Stargate. Where he's giving a lecture and everybody's uh, poo-pooing yeah. him. And then one person comes and says, hey, we need you to come decipher this thing. Yeah. Al- right. Although, you know, he's working off of pure conjecture. Whereas yeah. Jonas is actually... S- Suspected seen. that he has seen it, right. but it has no real evidence. Yeah, not totally sure. Well, right. he's got the tooth. Yeah, <laughs> the fossil tooth. No, but the tooth was. Uh, that, yeah, it was just a fossil. Yeah, yeah. they don't know that yeah. that would. Uh, it's like having a fossil coelacanth versus an right. actual coelacanth. Right. Yeah, which is why he wanted to go back down there. Yeah, to and, and but, a disaster yeah. had happened with him where he lost some people. He was discredited, right. and now he he has been going along with his crackpot theories, saying that hey, down right. below the. Well, he's Thermocline. trying. He's trying to scientifically prove that Megs could exist. Yeah, right. That's that. That's he's trying to prove he's not crazy through science. I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. And then circumstances wend their way around to him having to right. go on another mission. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's kind of standard trope. Kind of thing. Yeah. Right? This, this dude now has a fear of this because of things that happened to him, and now he has to face that fear right. and overcome it, and then you know battle yeah. a shark. So, so they have that in common. They both had an accident, you know, down at. Thousands of feet below sea level. Yeah. Meters, I mean. Different circumstances. One was in the Navy, one was more civilian, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, I'm not even no, totally in the sure. No, bu- in the book, they're in the Navy. In the book, they're in the Navy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this guy? Oh, Jason Statham's character? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there was Yeah, I'm not Navy. sure. I don't know. And the characters in the book are drawn very, very simply. There are three kinds of characters. There are the characters that you don't care about. Right. There are the good characters, mm-hmm. all three of them. And there, <laughs> are the and there are the assholes, and we also call them chum. Wait, wait, there was more than, wait, so besides the little girl, who was the other good characters? Wait, there the was book? no little girl in no, the no, book. No, no, no. little girl in the book. No, no, in the movie. Oh, the oh movie. see. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Yeah, see, now, I got confused in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it kind of uses the in-world world, in-world rules, because yeah. most of those people aren't assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've, we've seen this before, where, where in a book you have a lot of really uh, characters that you're like, well, I can't root for you. Like yeah, like most like, of the characters in Jurassic Park eaten. in the in the book, where like like Hammond oh. is not at all sympathetic right. in the book. No. And in the movie, he's much more kind old man. You know, even, yeah. even the kids are less annoying in the in the movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not, it's it's easier to uh, to get behind characters that you like, right? Yeah. right. This is something Andy Weir learned with Artemis, right? Um, yeah. Where people people are like that character was was not I didn't like him or her. I can't. I didn't. I never read. It was a her. Her. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, that was intended. I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like the, the main character from Artist, though. 
<laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, you're a misanthrope. So. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> and so they go trying to find this, this shark and end up, it's so convoluted. <laughs> it, it's simple and convoluted at the same what time. Do they, what do yeah. they do? So, well, they're, they're trying to map the bottom of the trench to install these Eunice things, right? Right. To help the Japanese government anticipate the uh, Tsunami. Yeah. Earthquakes and tsunamis. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then bad stuff happens. And then bad stuff and happens. Then, and then uh, <laughs> JT needs to come in and fix things. Right. And help, right? Right. And they right. end up towing the body of a megalodon a up through the thermocline. A male yeah. megalodon up through the thermocline. Right. And the, the female megalodon doesn't <laughs> attacks, like him because he's it. a nasty two-sided backstabber. <laughs> and Swims up, through the blood trail. That's what it was. Yeah, and is protected from the thermocline <laughs> layer by the blood trail of her di- dead husband that she's eating. It's like a praying mantis kind of thing. Yeah. Praying mantis yeah. situation. And so then yeah. you have this megalodon free up on up the surface doing all this damage. Right. And what happens is that over time, Jonas gets more and more redeemed. And you learn that the people are, are like his wife at sleeping with his best friend. Right. That's that's bad. And the guy that that's, you know blamed him for the death of people because he blew his tanks and left people down there mm-hmm. was like, well, no, I was wrong because we forced you to go down there and you shouldn't have been because you had... Uh, deep sea psychosis. Right. He was right. too tired. Right? He was too tired. He was he too tired to go yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all a-holes. Yeah. All yeah. Except, except JT and Mac. Mac's awesome. Well, and, and DJ, the first guy who gets killed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he's an a-hole because he ends up, uh, Tara ends up telling everybody about what happened to Jonas. Mm-hmm. And so he ends up teasing JT before he goes down. Yeah. Right. And then he gets killed by a shark. He seemed like an all right dude. Not perfect. But yeah. We didn't necessarily want him to get killed. Whereas, in contradistinction right. to almost everybody else, where the book says, hey, here's Bud. Bud's <laughs> asshole. Yes. And then Bud eventually gets. Bud died. Well, he, <laughs> Bud he takes himself out. But yes. uh, oh, a true. bunch of the other characters are like, oh, this person gets their legs bit off. Right. You, know, you know, here's, I can't remember his wife's name. Lori. Maggie. Maggie. Yeah. Yeah. Maggie? She Lori? Is I thought Lori. Terrible. Lori? Uh, it's Maggie and Bud. She's she's oh, okay. trying to discredit him and make him seem crazy so that yeah. she can divorce him without any collateral damage to right. her journalistic career. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and like, she wants to be a news anchor. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What? I'm like, how often have I looked up the marital history of my my news anchors? I, right. Oh, it's scandal though. Is it? Yeah. You would know a scandal just for getting divorced. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I guess politics, man. Yeah, yeah, but I, I I don't see it, and and so I I feel like it's out of proportion what she's trying to do to him, and she's it did seem like friend. a bit much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, so she's terrible, and and nobody's really upset when she. No, the reader is not upset when she dies. Yeah, which I I think that's intended because the book is quite gory. Um, yeah, the, the yeah. Descriptions yeah. Of, of the grim death are, are quite grim. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I should mention that we're, we're recording this during Shark Week, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah, and in the recent aftermath of a deep sea, oh yeah, yeah, uh, tragedy. Right. I guess we'll call it um, misadventure. Mm-hmm. But that's all we'll say about that. Yeah, and it turns out that the female shark is pregnant with right three, two, three, at least three. One of whom is male. And he gets destroyed right away by having his hoo-ha bit off, because otherwise they could they could procreate above the surface. Right. Doesn't she eat him? Yeah. Yeah. One of the other sharks eats him. No, I think I think his mother eats him. One of the other females gets eaten by a pack of orcas, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Like orcas are awesome. <laughs> orcas are. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> and then uh, she goes over to the um, the trench over by uh, Catalina Island. 
Yes. Mm. Yeah. Eventually. Yes. And they catch her and tow her. Right. And they have to keep moving, otherwise she's gonna die. And then people who were who lost people, like Bud and one of the naval people, decide they're gonna try and uh, right. kill the shark in revenge, <laughs> but they miss and the explosion wakes up the sharks that have been tranquilized, and so it eats their helicopter. Oh, you you missed the whole uh, the uh, submarine thing. part. <laughs> this is the thing I thought was stupid. <laughs> okay, okay, let's hear it. Former they like, they, oh. they recommissioned the Nautilus to go hunt the <laughs> Meg down. Yeah. And then it totally just destroys the submarine in the process. I'm like, you guys suck. <laughs> it was a tax write-off. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle, James. That was so crazy. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, and we have Terry... Is it Terry Tanaka? Yes. The daughter. The daughter, daughter Terry Tanaka. And the yeah. sister of DJ, who's the first person killed. Right, right, right. And of course, you know, wow, progressive woman yep. distracted yeah. by pistol. her emotions and decided d- decides instead of firing the tracker into the, right. the Meg to try and blow it up with something. And I don't know, maybe I have a hard time believing that I would have like a vendetta against a wild animal for killing someone that I loved. Really? Like I would not try and hunt down a bear. Cocaine bear would hunt down you. Yeah, cocaine, obviously, <laughs> cocaine bear's probably in the room right now. Um, but, but like, I'm like, you, you can't expect a shark to not eat you if you're in the water. And no, you yeah, know, you, you, you go into their territory, right? You know, that's. I, I mean, I would be upset, but I would not have a vendetta against a wild animal. So hmm. maybe that's just me. I think it's just you. Yeah, no, because not, because I, humans a, getting killed by wild animals led to a lot of wild animals getting. Done, dodge, shit, die, Well, sure. Like, if, if, if a black bear comes into a yeah. neighborhood and eats a couple right. of kids. That's, there's right. a reason why there's no grizzlies on the continental United States anymore. Outside sure. of Montana, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> None in California. Yeah. And we, the we, wolves, for, the, we for have, that matter. We've pushed into their territory, and then when they come over into what's yeah. now our territory, we kill them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I get that, and, and I would be... Yeah, they've got to get the cup. Uh, if they get a taste for human flesh, right, then this right. is not a good thing for any of us. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I understand that yeah. decision. Apparently, it tastes like pigs. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole the whole going through the blood as the pretext for for yeah. I mean, what, what I thought was well, could it not, could you not just say that it would just went fast? I mean, would the water would really cold water really be an issue for a Meg? Like you, I don't could, know. you could drop into the North Atlantic and survive a minute. You think so? A whole minute? Maybe, maybe not. The, the shock <laughs> might get you, right? Right. But, but like, there's the, the body does not immediately shut right. down. It starts to go into shutdown. But you, I, yeah. I was just looking at it and like, do we need a reason? Yes. Was able to get there has to be reasons. But they never came out. Oh, okay. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There has to be. There has to be a reason them. they go through the the um, yeah the layer thermocline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good point. Yeah. And and as I'm reading the book, I'm like, how large? And I never really looked it up. How large is the Marianas Trench? And it's ma- pretty big. It's, is it big enough to support yeah. a population of Megs? Uh-huh. Because you can't, you can't really just have one survivor. Dude, right? science fiction, man. <laughs> I, I know, but I start doing the math and I'm like, you have to have a healthy breeding population. Right, yeah. To survive yeah, yeah, for yeah. like hundreds of thousands of years. Millions of years. I thought it was hundreds of thousands. Oh, yeah. no, you're right. There were fossils that were tens of thousands of years yeah. old. So they knew they were at least that, they'd been around that long. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Megs are cool. Yeah. Undeniably. Yeah, learning the science of the Meg was pretty cool. You know, bite strength, all the different senses mm -hmm. they have. Uh, 
Yeah, so the fact you, they eat their young. If, if you if you like a techno thriller, right, this one falls very nicely yep. into that. You know, Michael Crichton kind of. I mean, I mean, all that stuff is, is synonymous with the Great White Shark itself too. They have the yep. little canals along the side of their body mm-hmm. uh, that sense all electromagnetism, and they can sense the sense all electromagnetism anyway, which is freaking rad. <laughs> there, two two things the. The book refers to the megalodon as it's, Parcaridon megalodon, right. which yeah. at this point the taxonomy has moved on, and so it's like uh, Otodus megalodon. So has it changed since the writing of the book? I think it, I think it might have. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, they're constantly refining that kind of well, stuff. Well, that's true. I, know. Yeah. I just noticed they were different when you when you mentioned. That. I'm like, oh yeah. crap! But uh, I didn't yeah, go I wonder, back it's to like see more was... recent genetic analysis. And Maybe that kind of yeah, stuff, yeah, but yeah. I don't know, but I bet it, we it, don't have any megalodon genes to probably not. do that with. Probably not. <laughs> Touche. Um, <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's an amber somewhere. Um, Physiology. Yeah. <laughs> in deep sea amber, Colin. Deep sea amber. Yes. There was a mosquito that landed on a megalodon it, and bit it. And it was a sample the, of its blood. The other it sunk thing, the body. Yeah, it just, it just surfaced long enough for, an, for a mosquito to penetrate its, of course, steel skin. A long flying right. yeah. uh, marine mosquito. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, they basically were pterodactyls at that point. So. <laughs> Uh, Megalosquito. Megalosquito. <laughs> Mansquito. Also, <laughs> also that, that would be like one of those Japanese horror movies that was recommended to us when we watched The Fungus People, right. Mushroom People. Yeah, that's an actual um, movie. Mosquito? Mansquito. Mansquito. Yes. Oh, awesome. really? Yes. Oh, boy. Uh, the, other, the other thing with this book <laughs> is sometimes you find an author who comes up with a word that they're going to use, and then they just... Use it to death. Oh God! Like like when I read the, the novelization <laughs> of The Force Awakens by Alan Dean Foster, mm-hmm. enjoyable writer. I've enjoyed some of his other stuff, but he couldn't just call Chewie Harry. He had to use hirsute instead, oh. which, which is synonymous. <laughs> it just means Harry. It's just really? it's, it's a ten, it's a oh. five dollar word when <laughs> Harry will work just fine. And he used Why it not? over and over in that book. And I'm like, come on, man! Is, is, did you find a new favorite word? <laughs> Um, but in this one, the word is caudal fin. Well, yeah. You could just say tail. <laughs> Literally, it's just the tail of the shark. But caudal fin sounds so much better. Now, is it is it the entire tail, or is it the top part, or the bottom part? Or I didn't care enough to find out. Okay, uh, but I'm just going to do a quick search in the ebook for how many instances there are of caudal fin. I'll, I'll look up what the caudal fin is to be accurate. Yes. Also, I, I want to warn people: if you're going to uh, to read this, I suggest you do it in in e- electronic form because I was able to get the graphic novel from our library mm-hmm. and I could not figure oh, out what yeah. was going on. And then as I'm reading it, a couple of the pages come out and I realize Ooh. I'm not the first person that's happened to. And there are pieces of plot in houses all over the Washington County area. <laughs> and I never knew because you know, I wasn't paying attention to page numbers. Oh, so... All right, I only found fifteen instances, but it seemed like more. It seemed like a lot. It, I, I mean, for it's I've, I've started, I've started reading the trench, and there's a lot too in there too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they still have caudal fins. They have to be they mentioned. Loved. Yes. Did you find out? About uh, yeah, it is. It's the tail. Yeah, the whole tail yeah. fin. Just, yeah, just yeah, occasionally yeah. say tail. Right. That's all or say. tail fin, caudal fin. Well, <laughs> you don't know that they didn't say tail fin. You just, you just noticed the caudal. I, I, I don't think they ever yes. said tail fin. No, actually, I, I think it was caudal fin every time. It's caudal fins all the way down, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, when Terry was on her vendetta, there, mm-hmm. there's there's a line in the book that says, Mac reminded Jonas, neither facts nor logic held any bearing on a woman, especially one in grief. <laughs> like, Yikes. was that written in the 50s? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it also applies to the naval officer who wants to go get revenge on the shark by dropping bombs on it. Sure. sure. Right. Right. I mean, you could you could have had um, Masao, you know, the, the dad of DJ, be the one with the vendetta. Oh, yeah. But he was much more... Uh, he was very, like... Mature. We want to study yeah. it, right? Because right. that was the, the part of the plot is where they, yeah. they have this Jurassic Park set up in the water um, that they want to lure the Meg into. Yeah. Which then it gets to live in captivity and yay, I guess. Right. Well, for study. For study, it's okay. Yeah. Do they have frog genes? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> which I actually thought was kind of weird because they've... I, As far as I can recall, man, I might be wrong but i'm pretty sure i'm not they've never actually successfully captivated a shark for a long period of time no sharks in captivity no, no. Great whites, okay. but they have other ones in captivity yeah no great whites right right, yeah, right. I was no. say, I've, I've been to the newport aquarium no 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 great they whites they, they haven't been able to successfully yeah. keep great whites for a long period of time in captivity they just die and mm. they don't know from what i remember there's a reading is they don't know why they just don't <laughs> mm. and so they don't try and keep them for long term which to me, for all the similarities they had to Great White Megalodon, would have been kind of synonymous. I'm like, what are you guys trying to do? But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I understand the impulse for scientists to say, hey, here's something yeah. that, we, that we think has been extinct for a long time. We'd mm-hmm. like to study a live specimen. Yeah. Sure. I get it. Uh, did uh, Elaine or Emily read this book along no. with you guys? <laughs> Negative. So as I finished- I actually did not read the book. I listened to the book. This is one of my, I read the book. This might be the first time I actually- Listen to a podcast book, actually. Podcast wow. book. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> Audiobook. Just, you know. No, no, no. No, no, I meant book for the podcast. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I thought you were coining a new term for audiobooks. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah. TM. <laughs> I own that now. <laughs> so in the past, we've had the M rating and the E rating. Right. Now I want you to introduce the P rating. <laughs> because Peter... Peter read the graphic novel with me, with the same problems with missing pages, yes, right. and I had this to say about it. Uh, in honest trailers, they call the movie Speed, three action sequences under a trench coat disguised as a movie. The Meg, the novel, is just five shark sequences under a trench coat disguised as a graphic novel. <laughs> Sounds about right. No, no, under a trench disguised as a graphic novel. Under a trench. <laughs> Inside a trench disguised as a graphic novel. Uh, you know, I-, I had a good time reading the book. It, yeah. it, it I thought it was going to be a little smarter than it was. Ooh. Yeah. There's a lot of potential for smartness more. More smartness in that book. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did like the intro. Like, they yeah. actually set it up to be... It was like one of those... Like, it reminded me of Crichton, where Crichton's yes. very good at mm-hmm. blurring that line between fiction and yep. nonfiction. I was like, dang. Yeah, he but, hooks it at the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I felt like they were setting it up like that in the beginning, with the beginning of the book pretty well. Yeah. And then all this stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, listening to the audiobook was fun. I listened to it mm-hmm. on a drive from Portland to California, Sacramento, and it was it was it was fun to listen to for the drive. <laughs> yeah. I, I listened to a fair bit of the audiobook yeah. as well. So it was it was good. Narrated well, I thought, and uh, mm-hmm. just like, all the the goriness. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I could totally picture it. It reminded me of Jaws. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, so we've we've done more than twenty minutes just on the book, and and uh, I think we can throw away the book just like the movie did, and uh, talk about the movie. <laughs> I mean, we talk about adaptations. The movie was right? in the ocean, right? They and, mentioned the mask, and there was a shark. McLean, there was a giant shark. Yeah. It was not phosphorescent, though. Dang it! No, okay. I was very uh, disappointed that this happened. Was, this was a thing that in in the book, right? He goes to great pains to say, right? And of course, a meg will never come near the surface during the day because very sensitive to light, which makes yeah. sense. They yeah. live in an yeah, environment yeah, yeah. with totally. very little light, right. right? And so then, then it's like, oh, 
we dazzled it with lights and now it's blind and now it can come up to the surface, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's light adapted. It's never ever seen light before. Well, it but lost now its, it's it better. lost its photoreceptor. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I get it. Like, it, uh-huh. make, it makes sense in the book, right? But yeah. the, the movie just has no oh, time for right. that. No. Right, no. No. Yeah. Well, then the movie is just, it's a giant shark. It's just a big shark. It, yeah. It's not even phosphorescent. I did not remember that, that because the trailer for the, the trench, you mm-hmm. know, shows shows like the shark sucking down a bunch of people at the beach. Yeah, right? the whole scene looked like the trailer from the, for the trench. Yeah, 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 yeah totally <laughs> did. Um, I, I will say that this series of movies has done a great job with like posters and, and some oh, other yeah. marketing materials where right. they like, um, All two of them? Yeah. This summer, it will be nice to eat you. Um, you know, they, they've done quite a bit of that. And I'm like, nice. okay, you're doing a good job. Or like uh, opening wide on Jan, June 27th, right? You know, and where right. it shows that. And, and the posters are actually fantastic for, for this movie series. Mm-hmm. They, they've really done a nice job with them, which That's most funny. posters are boring. But yeah. Underwater sharks about to bite something on the surface are very photogenic. Yeah. <laughs> Especially big, really big underwater sharks. Yeah. The one thing that disappointed me about the movie was I think they threw out all the actual megalodon megalodon science about yes. the yeah. senses and the sensitivities. And right. The- yeah. Yeah. Because they're basically daredevil in the water. Right. Right. <laughs> they can sense your heartbeat. Then any electromagnetic stuff, they're, they're homing in on right. all that. Mm-hmm. And, and the movie is just like. And smell. Big shark, see thing, move. <laughs> Go eat. Yeah. Shark sea light. Yeah. <laughs> so I had seen the movie prior to reading the book. And so I was thinking, oh, it's science fiction just based on like the tech. The, the, the tech is all, you know, 15 minutes in the future. I was told right. that there were lasers here. There were sharks and freaking laser beams. There, but there were there lasers. There was a laser. <laughs> there was a laser scope. <laughs> right. No actual lasers. No, nothing. Nothing. I don't remember telling you that there were lasers. I have a, I'm going to record you next time and play okay. back. Okay. I have a quick comment. What you just said. <laughs> okay. So you said you actually have seen the movie before you read the book, right? Yeah. And true would the same would be true for me. Mm-hmm. I we watched. I watched it back in whenever we were talking about this. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was worried about it, you know, because I've done this before where watching the movie totally like taints me reading the book. Yeah. Um, and I tend to like, yeah, I usually prefer the book. Right. And remember, and then I remember when I was, when I was listening to the audiobook, I was worried about it for like maybe half hour through the audiobook. Then I realized this is completely different. This is yes. really like the movie. I don't <laughs> have to worry about being ruined by watching the movie first. Yeah. So, so what we're saying here is, is this is one of those wonderful adaptations where they leave your enjoyment to the, of the book. Yeah. Entirely separate. So yep. like, like there, there is entirely separate to the book. As long as you come into this movie, not expecting it to be anything like the book, you can enjoy the movie on its own merits. If you've seen the movie, you can read the book and you get an entirely new experience. Different experience. Some, similar yeah, character exactly. names. Yes. <laughs> Identical character names, but for different characters, because there's a right. DJ. There is a DJ in, in this one who, who's a black dude, and in the in the book he's Japanese. So, right. which you know, I don't mind. The, the net diversity is still good. So, and the black guy does not get chomped just because, dude. Know. With with him with his back to the ocean and all that right. talking he was doing, oh. I totally expected that to happen. Deep blue sea. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that either. I haven't either. <laughs> I just know that scene where Samuel yep. Jackson is like, and we're going to get this shark. And then it comes yep. up and eats him. Usually there's some freaking shark mm-hmm. on his freaking boat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> With freaking lasers on their freaking heads. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Characters are a little more likable. A new new little girl character. Right. Oh, Best she's part of the movie. The, she's a scene stealer. Yeah. Eight-year-olds yeah. hear everything. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, credit where it's due. I, I during the movie, I'm like, okay, any bets on how much older Jason Statham is than? Oh yeah, than, uh, uh, Lee, Lee Bingbing. Lee Bingbing. Yeah, yeah. Lee Bingbing. Um, because I figured, you know, he's 20 years older than him. No, nope. seven years. So, yeah. so you know, she's way older than she looks. <laughs> they both look Good fantastic, actually. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> right. Um, and a fun fact about Jason Statham: actually, yep. is a trained diver, not not like sea diver, but like yeah. a uh, platform, you know, diver. platform diver, or or I'm not sure what events he did, but he was on the British national team mm-hmm. at the Commonwealth Games in 1990. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, according to IMDb, he did most of the swimming stunts all on his own. Well, like, that that's cool. <laughs> the, it's the movie is ludicrous in a lot of ways, right? It, be, because it's an action movie, and and that therefore you have to have the antagonist who is the Meg, right, and the main character facing off, right, literally, you know, mano a mano, yeah, face to face, and uh, and it's really dumb. I, 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 <laughs> Big did, dumb shark. Were you movie. taken in at all by the <laughs> false capture of the Meg? False capture. The, the capture of the male Meg. Well, we yeah we had no idea who came through. And so, right. you know, right. so here's the other thing. You can tell the movie is good when you aren't checking to see how much movie is left all the time. <laughs> yes. And, and that was a problem with this. <laughs> yeah. I did, did the same once. thing when I watched it the first time. Well, we did it once because yeah. we James was going to make us a delicious drink called uh, Blood in the Water. Blood in the Water. Uh, which I'll put a picture in the show notes. And it was. It, I did. Ha. Yeah. Yes. It was very delicious. Yeah. yeah thank you. And, and, you know. The, the question is always, is Seth going to be turned off by the alcohol? Right. And it, the answer was no. I thought it was delicious. So <laughs> It's a very sweet drink, and that it tends is, to be your weak spot. It is. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, so you know, we've ragged on the movie for a bit, so I'm going to do something very uncolon-like. Okay. There is a part of the movie that I like better than the book. Okay. <gasps> and that is, I like Jonas's redemption story this way better. Right. Okay. He's not a completely destroyed yeah, okay. man who's an alcoholic, who right. has a wife that despises him. So we have to hear about all this crap that he has to go through so she can go get eaten. It's, right. it's a little short thing to let you know. He he made a decision to save some lives and it wasn't well thought of. But half an hour into the movie, it's over. And now right. he can just be Jason Statham. And even Heller apologizes. Even right. Heller apologizes. Right. And, and he, even though he gets eaten. Yeah. And he has a good relationship with his ex-wife. A decent relationship. Yeah. Not, not overly strained. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, she was so much terrible in the book. Gosh. Oh, she's so bad. <laughs> she's a like gold digging. Yeah, not even gold digging, but like an attention seeking hoe bag. Just awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's not not good. Um, so yeah, the the adaptation made the ex wife character, of course, not a journalist. She's a scientist. Right. Right. Um, and added Masioka and the and the big dude from. I I like I can't see putting that dude. Into a submersible. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, guy. You're like six five. No offense, but if you can't. Fit Even if we fold hatch. you up, you're not going to fit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is like in the Navy, right? You have mm-hmm. to be. Do you have to be a certain height to be aboard ship, or is it just going to be uncomfortable in your bunk? No, it's just yeah, rank, rank. I mean, rank. we actually our uh, our engineering officer, who was in charge of the whole department of engineering, was like six five or something. Mm, wow. But he had like a hunch. Oh, well, of course he did. <laughs> he always walked around like that. Yeah. <laughs> Although, arguably, I had a hard time signing up straight most of the times, too. <laughs> I, I really had to watch my head. <laughs> How long was the rack that you slept in? Uh, six feet. Okay. And I'm 6'3". Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I never really got to lay straight. All straight out. Yeah, no. Yeah. No yeah. straightening up. But, um, yeah. but you know. Um, yeah, the, the movie, I, I think, did a better job with some of the character bits. Yeah, there was more character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in the characters. Yeah. I mean, the science part was dumber. Sure, because, yeah. because like I'd, you said... I like the underwater sea base, though. That was kind of cool. Kind of reminded me of Sequest. Yeah, and Sequest was fun. Yeah. yeah. 
I enjoyed Sequest back in the day. There's lots <laughs> of fun, like, underwater fiction. Um, yeah. Bathyscapes, or I can't remember yeah. what the word is, but th- there's the scene where the Meg shows up and scares scares the little girl and leaves teeth marks. Yeah. yeah. And, and, that and, was pretty cool. And I, I do have to agree with Colin, though. I'm like, that should have been, like, we should have gotten some more explicit, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it might have been seen as, okay, Jaws did that. Right, where they they, right. they catch the shark and and Richard Dreyfus is like, sorry, the bite radius on that thing is not near what we're looking for. Right, and and it's it's exactly the same situation where they catch yeah. the male Meg, um, get some poison into it. It eventually gives up the ghost and mm-hmm. they they haul it up and then the female Meg makes a glorious entrance. Yeah, did you look under point. the cuddle fin to see if it was male or female? I didn't. <laughs> I don't think we can tell the difference. We've read the book, so we know the the, the females are bigger. <laughs> It's like spiders. Like when that, when that bite <laughs> happens, they missed an opportunity because they should have had a tooth fall out, like a mm. seven inch long tooth that red from being embedded yeah. in that. Well, the the book, you know, obviously a book has more time to develop everything, right? And so, yeah. so there's like the whole there's a thing on the ocean floor. It looks like a white megalodon tooth, which is not right. a fossil tooth, right? right? That's a fresh one. Where they go down there and they find out it's not a tooth, but then of course there's still the meg, right? What you, what we were talking about earlier about the the bloodbath co- allowing passage up to the surface, the movie has an even dumber uh, idea. Well, I, I'm not sure it's dumber. I don't know. They basically <laughs> said there was an underwater, a very conveniently timed right. underwater eruption. Right. With the, with one of the, with the explosion of the. Okay. I think that was involved too. So like it widened the nozzle of something, right, but then right. it would, it would yeah. spread out more. I don't know. Well, then we talked about would something under the water explode like that? Because there's so much pressure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So loss of loss of structural containment yeah. and it just go. It's it's right. hard to overstate the kind of pressures they're talking about there too. So yeah. yeah. Which is why you don't want to make your own submersible and take it to the ocean floor. Oh, right. Bad idea. Bad idea. Uh, anything else to talk about about the movie? There there is a sequel. There we is have, a sequel. We have to decide if we're going to cover that or or if there's another movie coming out in August that we'd like to cover. Yes, right. I need to reach out to the uh, screenwriter and see if he'll come back. Yeah, it's it's hard right now because so many people are striking, and uh, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if he would be comfortable coming on because of the strike, or if he would like to come on and tell us all about the strike and the details. Because oh, be I don't think most people understand. Yeah, I don't, and I'm trying to follow it. Well, yeah, I, th- I think anytime there's bickering in entertainment industries or sports, you know, the common person doesn't understand that like some somebody posted a thing about Ron Perlman, you know, mm-hmm. who's worth like $8 million. It's not a lot, right? He's, he's not an A-lister at this point. But somebody somebody quote tweeted it and was like, you are much closer in net worth to Ron Perlman than you are from Ron Perlman to uh, whatever his name is. Movie theaters. I- Eisner or uh, Iger. Iger, Bob, yeah. Yeah, uh, the, 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 well, I, why do I care about millionaires fighting with billionaires? I'm like, right. you should be on the millionaire's <laughs> side because they're much closer to us mm-hmm. than, than the billionaires are. But yeah, that would, that might be interesting. So, uh, I can tell you that it had a, the movie had a Rotten Tomatoes score of 46%. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was nominated for the Golden Raspberry for worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel of Jaws. <laughs> and there was a particularly great quote from one of the reviewers, and it says, uh, but it's really just the mother of all generically pandering, totally unsurprising Jaws ripoffs. And that was from Owen Gleiberman in Variety Magazine. <laughs> right. And, you know, we, I talked about some of the pandering in it is that you take basically all of the Japanese crew. Mm-hmm. And the Japanese, you know, science station, right. and you turn it into it, something off the coast of China. Make them Chinese because right. because then you have people speaking <laughs> Mandarin or, or Cantonese. I, I don't know enough. Right. Um, 
uh, and you're getting the international box office. And I don't know how yeah. it did. Um, well, because the book in the book, the show uh, it did toward the west. It did well on the box office back towards the United States, but mm-hmm. this one goes over to mainland China and starts right. You know, like we've been yeah. making bad jokes about yeah. taking Chinese takeout. <laughs> yeah, according to IMDb, it did pretty well in the box office. Yeah, half a billion dollars. Yeah, on a hundred and eighty million dollar budget, so made money. Yeah, yeah, I could make money like that. Yeah, the, the international box office was three hundred eighty four million. Yeah. yeah, so did well. Yep. Not too shabby. And that's, I mean, I'm not even really criticizing it because because the business of making movies, right? You do have to try and appeal to the international yeah. audience at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. If you're going to spend $180 million on your budget, right. <laughs> you can still make a $25 million movie and not have to worry about the international box office. Yeah, yeah. true. But if you're going big, mm-hmm. megalodonic. Yeah. So are, are you folks saying that having started to read The Trench that you do not want to see The Meg 2? I, I have not started to read The Trench. No, I've started reading it, so we have to do it. Okay. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> Pretty much. I'm like halfway through at this point. <laughs> All right. Well, we have, we have another barn burner kind of thing that we might do. but we, Actually, we have a whole lot of them. How are yeah. you going to be doing for editing time? Oh, I'll be fine. Yeah, I figure, I figure I for if we, if we, if we do do, do, do is it Demeter or Demeter? How do you pronounce that? I would say Demeter, but Demeter. But yeah. Braggy said Demeter. So yeah. isn't Demeter just like one chapter of Dracula? So we're good there too, right? It's like a short story. <laughs> you could just read that chapter, <laughs> and then we, then we could do the rest of it for Halloween. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. And Renfield. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so next, we're doing something. <laughs> yes, it will involve uh, uh, something and a an adaptation of it. Yep, and and then something else, and then we'll be doing something else. So, any any cool uh, recent happenings? Or, a lot of shows start off with like the recent happenings and that kind of stuff, and I always find mm-hmm. it really annoying. I'm just get to the content, so we can just backload it. Sure, I did triathlon. That was kind of cool. Yes, uh, my other podcast got nominated for the Hugo Award. That's pretty so, cool. That's really? Cool. Yep. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> made, made the shortlist this year. So. Hugo finalist. That's cool. Yeah. Right on. So in my acceptance speech, of course, I will right. talk about you guys. Naturally. So yeah, how you've been holding me back for years. <laughs> so his trip, that's to awesome. Japan, or his trip to China is something else we have to schedule. <laughs> no. Oh, that's awesome. That's exciting. I'm so excited. It now. is. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's so, cool. <laughs> anything, anything new from you or Phil? Phil is part of an online performance group, and they are doing a live stream. It's a YouTube release. They're going to live stream the release, and then it will be available on YouTube. It's an adaptation of H.G. Wells' The Crystal Egg. Okay. Short story? It is a short story. All right. I'll have to, I'll have to give it a, a, a read and a watch. Yeah, yeah I'll do. Cool. Could I'll have to see if I can find a related drink. There we go, the crystal egg. <laughs> it's just got vodka with an egg in it. Oh. Boop. <laughs> all right, anyhow, let's get out of here. Okay. Right. Um, so, uh, we, all that being said, we will do something next month, like Colin said. Right. <laughs> As we do. I didn't say this, we have to rank them. Oh. All right, you well, thought you got to go, get out of go first, then. I do. <laughs> the book does several things better, or excuse me, the movie does several things better than the book. So, I'm going to go movie book. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go audiobook movie because okay. I, I rather enjoyed the audiobook. Oh. See, you haven't yeah. you haven't normally been an audiobook guy, but when no, you're a captive no. audience in a car, it works for you. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I I I'm going to go movie book as well. I th- I think the movie is very watchable. It's it's enjoyable. It's less than 2 hours. It didn't necessarily yeah. feel like less than 2 hours, but it was. <laughs> um so, yeah. Yeah, there there was a point where I checked the time and see how much left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we done yet? <laughs> Right, speaking of which, we are done. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, until next time, may the road rise up to meet you, and may the book always fall open to where you left off. Bye-bye.
Ciao.